Welcome to the Gathered Podcast. The Apostle Paul tells us that we should learn to be content in every situation. Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Jesus tells us that we should not worry about the day of tomorrow. Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. And that we should first seek the kingdom of God and everything else will be in addition. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. James tells us that conflict arises from unfulfilled desires and wrongful prayer. James chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. And yes, a prayer made in bad faith and with bad intentions is not a godly prayer at all. Even the Old Testament gets in on the action. The whole book of Ecclesiastes is about the fact that we should be content with what God has given us. Just read Ecclesiastes chapter 1. So we see this thread in the scripture that tells us to be joyous and content with what we have, to yearn for the simple. This is contrary to what the world tells us to do. The world tells us to consume, to always want more, to never be satisfied. The Psalms, in contrast, call for satisfaction directly from God. Psalm 90, verse 14. When the Bible tells us to be satisfied and content, what does this mean? We know that the writers of the Old and New Testaments lived in a world far simpler than ours. Satisfaction for them was defined by living a good life with their lot. Upward mobility was not a thing for early believers. So can these words really have a meaning for us today? They can, if we take the spirit of what these writers were saying to heart. Remember that the Holy Spirit inspired the content of Scripture, and while some of this content is couched in the thinking of first century people, the spirit of the Word speaks to us today. The Word alone kills, but with the Spirit it brings life. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4-6 through six. So if we dig a little deeper, what we can gain from this thematic thread is that we are to seek spiritual satisfaction detached from the material through God alone. Simply speaking, we can have things, dreams, goals, and so on. But these are not to be the everything in our life. These are not ends in and of themselves. And these should come forth from a place where we are spiritually satisfied in Christ. Our desires should arise not from a place of desperation, seeking fulfillment in the material and temporary of this world. Rather, our desires should add to the deep satisfaction we already have in Christ. To put it simpler yet, we start from Christ and move from there. Practically speaking, this means that when we accept Jesus in our hearts, we need to let him become the center of our lives. We should study Jesus, experience Jesus, and be like Him. The Christian finds a center in Christ, and from that place of stability, the Christian can more easily pursue the things they truly want, things that will add to satisfaction. We can think of this in metaphor. Imagine yourself at sea. You're in the middle of a storm. Lightning and thunder surround you. The sea is pitch black and angry. Waves rock you left and right, up and down. What do you want in that moment if it isn't to get to shore? Whatever shore, just to be safe. Now imagine you are at sea again, but the waters are calm, the sun is shining, the sky is blue, a gentle breeze blows over you, not too cold and not too warm, and you have all the time in the world. What is your desire then? To continue at sea? Sure. To reach a destination of your choosing? That too. 
And as such, our desires depend on where we are mentally and spiritually. If we are in chaos, we want out of the chaos no matter what. Thus, our desires are not our own, but rather a reflection of our desperation. If we are at peace, then our real and satisfying desires come forth. Jesus brings us peace. How could Paul be content in every situation? He depended on Christ. Jesus even tells us to seek first God, and everything else comes after. And James, in fiery language, tells us that when our desires align with Christ, then we will receive satisfaction. We submit to Him, and He will lift us up. Even the writer of Ecclesiastes tells us that serving God and living our lives is the best way through this life. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. The satisfaction called for in the Psalms is what we should seek, that which comes from God. So in this world, so far from the world of these writers, a world that if these writers could only imagine, their minds would be blown, we can still pull from their wisdom. If we center ourselves on Jesus, not a church or a pastor or even a religion, but on Jesus, we could have peace in our souls. And from that peace, we can then find out what our true desires are, desires that will fulfill us. So brothers and sisters, this is what being a content Christian means. It does not mean being an ascetic that cannot enjoy the things of this world, nor does it mean being a hedonist and consuming everything. It means finding our place in Jesus, and from there, when our will matches His, do we then go out and do and become more than conquerors. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. For that is what Scripture says. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. And I might add, who loves us still. Thanks for listening. I'm Pastor Elvis, and we'll talk again soon.